Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It is day two of the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, we got that air horn right on time. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and an Hi. amazing crowd. Happy it's a beautiful Friday, day. everybody. It is an absolutely beautiful day uh, out at the Minnesota State Fair and everywhere. Because uh, happy Britney Spears release day, Bradley. I know. Trainer. Finally, we get to do a Britney Spears story that actually involves her music. I know. So we've been hearing, you know, uh, we've been hearing teases about this song, this collaboration with Elton John for, you know, a few weeks now. Yep. But today's the big day. And I have to be honest, I don't know about you, Bradley. Yes. But I resisted listening. To the song, Hold Me Closer. Oh, okay. We heard a little bit of a clip, right? Yep, that was the one where uh, Elton John was singing he over was it. in the islands of Greece, taking over a, a bar, like nightclub in a microphone. nice matching. Day club. Remember, it was a day club? It was a day club with like a, a nice shorts and, and polo shirt <laughs> matching set. Um, but I didn't listen. Other than that, I have not heard it. Have you, Bradley? Did you listen no, already? I have not listened okay, to so it because I knew you were going to uh, talk about this. We're going to have this experience together uh, as a family. Holly Roberts, I believe... Are we going to listen to the whole song? No, I think what we'll do is, Holly, would you be so kind as to maybe just drop the needle somewhere in the song and we'll experience it together and, and see how that feels, and then maybe we can drop the needle elsewhere. How do you feel about that, Holly? Oh, let's all hold hands together. No, bef- wait, before we do this, we did check to make sure there's no swears, right? Uh, yeah, there's no swears. <laughs> okay, I just yeah, want to be sure. To you never, I mean, you never know. <laughs> I don't. There are no swears in the original. Well, version. you got seven seconds to to stop yourself. Exactly. Molly. Right. All right. Okay. Let's let's experience together. Have you? Hold on. Before we go any further, this audience. Have you listened? Have you heard that? Nobody has. Okay. We're, this is really a family affair. Okay. Here we go. This is hold me closer. Yeah, they were featuring. Busy at the fair. That's true. Britney Spears and Elton John. I yeah, like I mean, it's got a nice beat. I feel like you can dance it's got a to nice it. Beat and you can dance to it. Uh, so far, so good. And I got yeah, no, a, good, I like a good earful of uh, Britney, a yeah. little bit I mean, of Elton. It's a little, little auto-tuny, but, you know, okay, that's, funny the, you that's what the that. kids do these days. Would you like to hear what Elton John had to say about this experience? Yeah, absolutely. Because I would like to tell you that, uh, that Elton John... Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I sent a funny picture to a friend, and that was the first thing that popped up on my phone. I have to get to the actual article. By funny, do you mean inappropriate? It was six inches of butt crack. Oh, my God. Um, she's playing. At the fair? She's you playing saw butt crack? bingo at the fair, and I said, I can help you out. Uh, okay. If you need butt crack. It, and I didn't want to do it myself. So, okay. So, uh, Elton John uh, did an interview, an exclusive, by the way, with The Guardian, and um, talked about the experience of recording with Britney Spears. And Holly, keep that uh, music up, not up, but like keep it open and available, because we might drop the needle again here in a little bit. Um, and he said, you know, and I think there's a lot of this that we already kind of knew. Britney Spears has not recorded in like a decade. It's been a very long time. And because of all the things she's been through, she was really not confident going in on this. Um, they had already had a remix prepared 
like written and arranged, but they didn't know who he was going to do it with. And it was her, it was Elton John's husband, David Furnish, who said, well, why don't we see if Britney Spears will do it? And so Elton John said, that's a really good idea. So they reached out to Britney Spears. Now, this is interesting. She was not able to meet up with him to do the recording. Okay. It live, Elton yeah. John. Doesn't because, surprise me because the world we live in. Well, but. because of the, but also because she was on her honeymoon with Sam as Oh, well, that'll slow you down. Right? That'll slow a gal down. So he said uh, that she went to the studio of the guy who arranged the music uh, in Los Angeles and she finished her part of the vocals in less than two hours. Oh, that's awesome. I know. So for somebody who hadn't sung in a really long time and yeah. apparently, you know, Elton John said that there were a lot of conversations about whether or not she'd really be up to this. And he said, you know what? She could sing before. She can still sing. He believed in her. Um, so is it just her singing in the background like it, that? It, it, it is. No, she. I think she has some verses. So let's actually yeah. um, see if we can find a place, Holly, that kind of features um, Britney a little bit better. We'll give you a second to, to find something like that. Um, but, but he said that she was very critical of herself. Um, at first, and she was really nervous about going in to do this. Oh, I'm sure. But it's been a long time. Dust it off. But everything that shows up in the song has her blessing. So, you know, she knew when she had a take that worked, and then when they mixed it, they sent it to her before they've done anything. But but he said they've really held her hand through the whole process. Oh, that's awesome. Because she's been so nervous. But he's really hoping that this will be the thing that kind of cracks it back open for her. And allows her to to kind of reignite her career. Yeah, I hope she like actually comes out with some new music because I think the last time we talked about her with music was wasn't it like her Will I Am, you know, thing? I mean, there were some remixes and things, yeah. but like, wasn't it the collaboration she did with like Will I Am? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, but it's been a really long time since we've had true Britney music. It's been a long, long time. Say it, um, Holly. Can we play a little bit more of that song? This is Hold Me Closer with Britney Spears and Elton John. Yeah, no, it's cute. I yeah. like it. I mean, it reminds me a lot of that Elton John uh, collaboration with Dua Lipa. Yeah. yeah. You get like a little flavor of the song that you know, but they've remixed it. Yeah, no, and, I'm uh, here for it. I think right. everybody's going to like it. It's, you know, perfect time of year to have a little new music. Yeah. It's a, got a good beat and you can dance to it. I kind of am digging that Elton John is, is doing this a little bit right now. Well, because it seems very much like a, uh, oh gosh, who does this remind me of? Um... What's his name? Old Blue Eyes. Frank Sinatra, when he uh, like got in the recording studio with all the like contemporary, you know, hit makers. I mean, doesn't it sort of has like that vibe of like, like I want to get with the kids and right? make some music. Or like Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like this thing that they do to kind of keep their music out there and, yeah. and doing what it does. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for uh, him doing more of that. But I'm definitely hoping that um, he's right and that Britney Spears uh, gains some confidence and um, puts out some new music herself. Oh, absolutely. He said, I would I'm, be all here for it. He said, I'm so excited to be able to do this with her because it's if it's a big hit, and I think it may be, it will give her so much more confidence than she's already got, and she'll realize that people actually love her and care for her and want her to be happy. That's all anybody in their right mind would want after 
she went through such a traumatic time. Right. That's what Elton John had to say about and, that. And I imagine for her, based on the emotional person we know Britney Spears to be as expressed on her Instagram, which, by the way, can we talk about the fact that like her, her Instagram is gone again, which is also just a weird move on the at the moment when like the rest of the world is showing up to Britney Spears because mm -hmm. like most people aren't paying attention to her Instagram account most days. We do because that's what we do here on the Colleen and Bradley show mm -hmm. from noon to three, Monday through Friday. But like the rest of the world is not tuned into, um, you know, Britney Spears drama and gossip behind the scenes. Right. So at the moment that like the rest of the world shows up to listen to some music, that would be a great time to like make your Instagram like ready to go. So you could, I don't know, promote the music that you're doing. Okay. So yes, I feel that way too. But also I feel like, you know, she's maybe not as... Um, adept at doing the Hollywood game as some well, people yeah, who've been in it for a really long time. But, but you know, people do this all the time where they like make their internet or make their um, social media presence disappear right during a really important time and then everybody's talking about that. So maybe there was a piece of her that was like, I'm going to go away. Well, yeah, usually right that happens before song. you drop it and right. then you show up with like the single. Her timing is all yeah. off. Well, she's just not using her Instagram that way. Like she doesn't use it to promote her career. She uses it to like take out her, you know, emotional drama slash trauma, which is family. probably not the best use of yeah. her social media, but I ain't going to tell Britney Spears what to do at this point in my life. Well, other <laughs> people, that been, other people have been doing that for a yeah, minute. Not so well. anyway, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to start hearing oh, that sure. song. Uh, I'm sure we'll start to hear it as we come back from breaks. It's true. It's true. Uh, but right now, when we come back from a break, there's a different song we're going to hear, and that is uh, the Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is going to bring us all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. When we come back, we're at the Minnesota to State Fair. If you're out here or planning to come out here, come say hi to us. Hi. We are on... Okay, I always get this backwards. Are we on Underwood and, Ran and Randall? Randall? Or are we on Randall we're, and Underwood? We're on Underwood, just south of Randall. Of Randall. Thank, Thank you, Holly. Holly. That's where you can find us. And, uh, and please sit in front of us and eat food and uh, drink a beverage. Put your feet up and uh, get comfortable and cozy. We'll entertain you. We'll be back after this with all the dirt straight from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, ho. Hey, ho. Oh, hello, Colleen and Bradley from the Minnesota State Fair. Just updating you on the chart. Uh, report for Hold Me Closer. Oh, that song already. is number one on the iTunes chart. Yeah, awesome. I'm not surprised. Yes. That's amazing. Good. Yay, Britney. Yay, Britney. And you can She deserves it. She deserves some good news. She really does. Yeah, and the music video is already up on Elton John's official YouTube page, and it's a cartoon rocket farting out rose petals. Oh, who doesn't Sounds want to ride Sounds like a... my dream last night. Well, you had a dream about a rose farting you rocket? Don't know. Okay. I like where that went. <laughs> I like where that went. Uh, speaking of people and Rose, but I don't know this. There's no segue to this. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez kissing on their late Como honeymoon. We've got the paparazzi photographs. Yeah. Oh, I and wonder I how we got those. Totally, totally accidental, wasn't it? Yeah. Stay oh. tuned for our D-bags. Oh, oh yeah. Totally, completely <laughs> accidental. Uh, they're parked in front of a cart that's lavender in front of a lavender bicycle and a lavender flower arch. Well, cue the uh, outrage. Uh, according to a source, who's going to tell us that Ben could not handle all the oh, press? Oh, man. I mean, it was just really, really upsetting to him. It's really hard for him to ha get so much attention for his 
new marriage. I know for somebody who claims to have a lot of, I mean, I just, I think the argument he needs to have is with the person who's calling the paparazzi, a.k.a. Jennifer His Lopez. His wife. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want to understand because there are also photographs of J-Lo and Ben Affleck looking for furniture around Lake Como. And Ben like, Affleck is... I like just at the side of the street, like they're trolling through alleys looking for some, you know, yeah, hand me down. Market. Well, they're in a furniture shop, and Ben Affleck looks like he literally wants to be anywhere else but in That's that furniture Affleck shop in Italy. I'm very curious about their personal dynamic. Yeah, me too. Did, you know, I sort of feel like it's one of those things where somebody, did somebody tweet us or email us about this? There, they had seen a video of him out. Uh, them, the two of them out and about and it's like a video of him stopping to take a picture with somebody and then the second the person goes away his face changes oh, sure. from happiness yeah. to murder yeah yeah the, yeah and I just feel like that's again I've said this before I feel like we know he made a deal with you know the horned one oh and I don't know who that is I'm just saying say, you mean the devil the devil yeah. and i don't and he i think he realizes it like he's like i guess this is what i'm doing yeah, now I, I like it, it'll be interesting to see because i don't think this is going to end anytime soon you don't get married to jennifer lopez in one of the high, highest profile weddings no. of the year oh wait by the way two oh wait there's going to be a third Thank wedding you. of the year uh without wanting some of that so it's got to be more complicated than like he's just totally miserable i'm right. i'm sure maybe on some level he is but like dude did you not see that coming a mile away right so yeah, It'll be just think about the publicity the divorce will get. Oh God! Oh boy! Well, let's we'll, not go there. Let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's live in the now. Live in the now, man. Exclusive sources over at Page Six are reporting that Scott Disick has been quote excommunicated by the Kardashians <gasps> after Courtney's wedding to Travis what? Barker. Why? Now, because he's been replaced. Because he's been replaced. Yeah, the source telling Page Six that ever since Courtney got married, Scott Disick doesn't spend as much time with the whole group. He's been kind of excommunicated because the priority is Travis, mm. and that he had to regroup who he is, his relationships are, who he has relationships with mm. among the Kardashian Jenner family. I mean, you it's going to be hard. They have children, so right. he's not going to go anywhere. Also, he and he and Chloe were like besties. So that would be shocking. Although, listen, the, the Kardashians have gotten rid of people for less. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. They, they go through friends quite, quite except for Jonathan Chabon. He's still just Kim still hangs bestie. around. Nobody knows Mostly why. Mostly because of his own, you know, <laughs> desire for attention. I think it's actually like part of his name now. <laughs> Jonathan Chabon, Kim Kardashian's bestie. Yeah, well. Food God. I mean, Food God. Food God. A.K.A. Food God. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf clapping back at Olivia Wilde in her Variety interview for her upcoming movie, Don't Worry Darling. Olivia Wilde, in this uh, all-encompassing interview, said that she fired Shia LaBeouf from the movie, Don't Worry Darling, as a method to protect Florence Pugh. Now, Shia LaBeouf is contesting Olivia Wilde's words in an open email that was published in Variety today. Shia LaBeouf saying he's a little confused about what Olivia Wilde is saying, adding that you and I both know the reason for my exit. Shia LaBeouf saying, I quit your film because your actors and I couldn't find time to rehearse. Now, Shia LaBeouf is asking Olivia Wilde to correct the narrative, saying that firing me never took place, Olivia. And while I fully understand the attractiveness of pushing that story because of the current social landscape, the social currency that brings, it is not the truth. 
You know what I was going to say is the thing that I love about all of these stories uh, that are sort of adjacent or connected in some way loosely to Don't Worry Darling is that none of these stories are about the movie no, Don't no. Worry Darling, which tells you everything you need to know about the movie. They are trying so hard to get people to go see this movie with backstage drama because yeah. that's all we've heard. I don't know, six months out and now probably six weeks out. <laughs> and when you're calling on somebody who what, didn't even appear in the movie to get into that drama. Yeah. Things must be bad. Yeah, and I don't know why. You, because none of this, by the way, all of these interviews are coming in the context of people asking her things in connection with this new film. Right. She didn't have to talk about any of this. Right. No, and also, I mean, remember, because I think this part is really fascinating, too. This, Florence Pugh has been pretty public about the fact that she's not, she and Olivia Wilde don't really get along. And then Olivia Wilde is coming forward and talking about how she was trying to protect Florence Pugh. So there's just... It's so much. You need, you need like a cheat sheet to get around all of it. Yeah. yeah. Again, nobody's talking about the actual movie. Does anybody know what the? I movie, don't even know what it's about. Don't worry, darling, is about. No. Probably not. In fact, no. the the only thing I do know is that Harry Styles is in it, and I know more about the other movie that he's in, which is loosely connected to or referenced anytime they talk about this movie. Right. So it's like if people are thinking more about another movie right. <laughs> not the movie while you're trying to tell me about the movie you're in, yeah. that's problematic. Yeah. We're yeah. not in a good spot. And that movie is called My Policeman that you're referring to, Bradley. The one where he's in a uh, gay love affair but they don't do anything mm-hmm. or it's not about gay what was it? It was there was a quote something yeah, about it's not about gay about sex. Yeah. But like the people in it are gay and I'm yeah. like I don't know how you square that circle. But he apparently has done the gymnastics. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's not forget and don't worry, darling. Lost in all of this conversation is that my favorite um, werewolf zaddy from Hollywood, Chris Pine, is in that. Oh, your favorite werewolf zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> really, you all should know that uh, that that is Holly's favorite Hollywood superstar, much less Chris. Yeah, it's the best Hollywood Chris, and I feel like we're not bringing his name up in the conversation enough about this movie. However, it probably <laughs> says a you lot. Know, Holly, maybe oh. that would make pe- more people want to see it if they did. Well, I think it also says something about the fact that Chris Pine is distancing himself from Don't Worry Darling. That's true. Perhaps he doesn't want you to know he's in the movie. Mm. Or uh, maybe that's what he's saying to you, Holly. Don't worry, it's darling. It's always... It, it, you, again, the, like, you guys, this is... like It's so easy. You, you watch these things happen enough, and you can see, like, anytime a movie comes out, if you're not talking about the movie, it's probably not a movie we're seeing. Like, right. for example, just think about... Just think about one of the most popular movies of the year. What is it? Because I can't even think um, right now off the top of Top Gun Maverick. Top yeah. Gun Maverick, right? Like, were we really talking about, like, who was, like, you know, uh, knifing who in no. the back behind the scenes? No. I mean, maybe there was a tiny little bit of that. There were a couple that, things, but not, right? But, but not really. Most of it was all about, like, if you just did a simple Google search, it would be about how amazing this film is and how it's going to break records. In fact, actually, anytime something did bubble up, they squashed it about as quickly as they possibly yeah. could. Yeah. And overtook it with stories about how it was going to uh, squash yeah. records, including but not limited to uh, Tom Cruise's face. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember? I mean, like there were there were conversations happening about that, but that faded as quickly as possible so we could talk about how great the movie was, yeah. which it is great. And I got to be honest, I'm going to tell you something. My husband likes to watch the end of that movie repeatedly. Just the end. Top Gun? Yeah. Bought it as soon as it came out. Just so we could watch And we it will catch there. him watching just the end. My son told me today, he was like, Dad was watching just the end of that movie again. Isn't that weird? And I was like, it is yeah, weird, honey. And that's weird. just what we live with. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've all got so, our things. And that's his. 
Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. She will deliver them to us. We will attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair. If you're on your way out here, or if you are here and you're listening to us and you're not here in front of us, that's kind of strange. But please come over and say hi. Uh, but in the meantime, in between time, Holly Roberts has collected all of the pop culture mysteries that needs some solving and we are your pop culture sleuths and so we're gonna solve those mysteries in a little segment we call blinded by the item celebrity gossip mysteries colleen and bradley uh some words for you to ponder fabulous this a minus list foreign born actress has been running from promotion of her about to be released movie as fast as she can it's uh, because she knows the movie is crap and is hoping she stays far away from the plethora of Razzie nominations it's going to bring. Now, you know it's going to be bad. Yeah, I mean. Sorry, I didn't even let Holly finish. Yeah. Yeah. tickling our lips. Okay, what's the end of that? Well, the end of that is you know it's going to be bad when the parent company releasing it says they need more tax breaks. And this will be a big one for them. So uh, up until a few months ago, executives were really leaning to just release Don't Worry Darling on streaming. Um, yeah. yeah, again, yeah, um, see yeah. last segment. Yeah, like the whole thing. <laughs> it's literally, yeah. Um, it's clear whenever somebody's talking about anything other than the movie, in promotion of the movie, that's probably not a good sign yeah. about the movie. Or if the person in the movie is not talking at all, that sends a whole different message as yeah. well. Or mm-hmm. the same message mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. Fascinated by whether or not Florence Pugh, it was written in her contact, contract, the amount of press that she had to do for this movie yeah. mm-hmm. because outside of doing a Harper's Bazaar cover last month, she's been staying mom. Mm, yeah. 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 Oof. Well, oh. can I just go on record that I want to see it because I run toward things that are terrible on purpose? I look forward to your review. Okay, well, we'll see about that. Well, before you watch Don't Worry Darling, Colleen, please, you and Bradley solve this mystery. Will do. NT Lawyer thought it would be done to make a little more revenue, but apparently the conglomerate that keeps shutting down projects is going to auction off a screening for charity. Not of the shelved movie, but a spinoff of this pay cable hit that has a brand new spinoff. Apparently, because there's buzz about the new spinoff, they will auction a screening of the never-before-seen spinoff. You and 50 of your friends can see it. The minimum bid is supposedly going to be in the $100,000 range. Oh, for goodness sake. HBO. So I'm assuming Warner... Or, okay. Yeah. And they're, it, it's, they're gonna, it's probably going to be a Game of Thrones spinoff that oh, nobody's yeah. seen, right? Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally predictable. I mean, the the spinoff you're talking about is, of course, the Warner Discovery Batgirl. Yes. Right? That That's the one they're not going to show. That's the one they're not going to show. But let's fill in the blanks here. So, um, that everybody would want to see. Right. Yeah. So, Although, by all accounts, maybe not. More on that later. Well, uh, here's the thing. So, apparently, HBO is going to auction off 
A private screening of a Game of Thrones spinoff, maybe allegedly, supposedly, the Naomi Watts Game of Thrones spinoff that was canceled by HBO. Oh, I forgot about that. They had already spent $35 million on this project. And there wasn't anything glaringly wrong with it, so says a former Warner Media executive, but it never saw the light of day. So if you want to see that canceled project, get $100,000 so you and your close friends can go and see a private oh. screening. Yeah, that's probably You'd really happen. have to be a Game of Thrones fan to... Oh, I'm sure there are some rich folk out there. Kardashians sure right. among them. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, con- uh, contribution right off, tax write off. Right? Yeah, ding, I was going to say. Yeah. Let's do another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Um, The illiterate one's reporter is trying to worm his way back into her good graces by writing piece after piece, praising her to the moon. Uh, NT Lawyer says it's an obvious suck-up job, but she loves it, and sent him an email that just said thanks, and now he won't shop, stop showing it to everyone. Is that uh, Meghan Markle and, like, an Omid Scobie kind of experience? Yeah, yeah, Omid Scobie, the reporter uh, that had lots of exclusive scoops on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Apparently, Meghan and uh, Omid are on the outs. But now he's trying to get back in Megan's good graces by writing really um, positive reports about her, specifically her new podcast. She just said thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but now Omid Scobie's showing off that email to everyone. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the one that just says thanks. The yeah. One, that doesn't surprise me because um, he was the one who, of course, um, was their direct connection during the whole fleeing from the royal family experience like he was their direct right, line to the press right you know the thing i keep have you listened to that podcast yet bradley mm-mm, mm-mm. the thing the headline i keep reading about is something about the she talks about a fire in archie's yeah. bedroom yeah and that's the one thing everybody's latched onto and is trying to disprove uh and it's that to me is interesting because i think is that's the most interesting thing about the podcast? I mean, it's just, uh, it's probably about trolls, right? Trolls are just going to try to find anything to, to like, comment Meghan Markle about. Like, they, they're they not interested in actually having thoughts and opinions about what she's actually doing in a rational way. Hmm. They just want they just want to make her look bad at all costs. Oh. You got another one in there, Hal? Trolls. Trolls. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Um, although this A-list mostly movie actor who started off in the business as a tween is a jerk, he's not wrong in this situation. He did quit a movie, which would be so much better if he was still in it. The director and the producers knew it and tried to get him to stay by offering him double his fee, but he would not come back. Oh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. It took me a second. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you we... saw my wheels turning. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd get there. He was like, it's you'd Friday. We'll give her a second. Oh, that's okay, right. okay, okay, okay. Fill in the blank. Yeah. So although Shia LaBeouf is a jerk, he's not wrong in this situation. Shia LaBeouf did quit the movie Don't Worry, Darling, which NT Lawyer says would be much better if he was still in it. Now Ooh. the director and the producers of Don't Worry, Darling knew this and tried to get Shia LaBeouf to stay on the project by offering him double his fee. But Shia LaBeouf would not come back. 
You know, it's so telling because the the criticism that and it, and it we wouldn't know any of this lest uh, Olivia Wilde not have shared her thoughts and opinions about it. She was very explicit, right. which I thought was a very unique way of of dealing with this particular issue. Like, if you fire someone, you're gonna like talk about it in a variety interview about why you did that. Like, who's gonna want to work with you? Right. Right. Like, you know, I mean, she may be. I'm not saying I don't know what actually happened, but d is that the like that's where you want to go with your your platform right is to tell people why you know one particular actor was not i don't i just feel like that's behind the scenes stuff that you don't need to share with the public when right. you've got people who have public facing careers and it does kind of make it a little bit obvious that she's in the telling of that story she makes herself look good well that's what i mean like right. again remember who's telling us and where right right like of course, she's going to put the best spin on it. I bet, but you know, everybody reading that's going to go. Well, I bet Shia LaBeouf has an opinion or two, and, and, and clearly of he all did. Of the people who I would mess with, Shia LaBeouf is not on the list. And also, because like, he's going to talk back. It is one of those things too, where you're she, the the criticism she seemed to have Olivia Wilde had about Shia LaBeouf was that he was, it wasn't toxic per se, but like that his method or what have you was not like positive for that environment. It was mm -hmm. just very like weaselly. And it was like, I don't even really know what you're saying because if he's talented enough for the role, why can't you make that work? Right. Right. Like otherwise, why did you hire him? And did you not know who Shia LaBeouf right. was? You hired him in the first place knowing yeah. what his method was. Yeah. So I'm not like yeah. a huge fan of Shia LaBeouf by any stretch, but um, in this but case, you can do math. But yeah, exactly. I can do elementary pop culture LA math. math. Yeah. Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, you know. got one last one? Uh, sure. The, this one, who knows who it's about, but let's speculate. Okay, fine. Okay. This A-plus list mostly movie actor now puts a guard on garbage duty every week. The actor, worried people will take things from his garbage, has a security guard on trash day, Watch over the garbage in the alley behind his Santa Monica home. Well, it's not his home. His home is being built. It's the home of an in-law. Oh. Wait, he doesn't want an in-law's home's trash to get picked up? Yeah. Yeah, that's Ben Affleck. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I just, let's damn it oh, a day. There are on the list. I no. feel like that's okay. No one has added a name to this list that makes oh, sense. But oh. sure, why not? Let's that's get why. I, yeah, that's why I said let's just think about it. That feels kind of Ben Afflecky, um, doesn't it? Also, if it's I'm an still in confused by oh, what this oh, means. Oh, oh, I oh, have an answer, oh, and somebody did oh. it. Let's think about this real quick. Somebody has um, a famous in-law that lives in Santa Monica, and this guy is an A-plus list movie, mostly movie actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. He is an in-law oh. in Santa Monica. Did we yeah. talk about somebody that he was married to yesterday? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, or Maria okay. Shriver. Well, yeah, that was interesting. And who is who has an in-law who's Arnold Schwarzenegger Chris and Pratt. Maria Shriver? There you go. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know why we would be hiding trash. I don't know. But that's a, it's a celebrity gossip mystery yeah. in the truest sense. He doesn't sense. want people to know what kind of yogurt he eats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yogurt. I was just thinking about things you throw away. That's yeah. Well, yeah. Chris Pratt now you should recycle <laughs> that though. Thank you. Has a garbage a guard on garbage duty every week because Chris Pratt worried people will take things from his garbage. Has a security guard on trash day watch over the garbage in the alley behind his Santa Monica home, but it's not his home. Chris Pratt's home is being built. It's either the home of Maria oh. Shriver or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe that's why we saw photos of her the other day that um, were, quote, unrecognizable because she was out taking the trash out. 
I mean, she, she was wearing her tr- taking the trash out outfit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, like, when I take the trash what out, is that I'm, outfit? I'm just One saying I, I, I don't get dressed up to take the trash out. Yeah, you don't need to. Right. And she doesn't either. No, nobody so needs to. It's not a thing. Um, by the way, I would, I would volunteer to be the security guard of Chris Pratt's trash. I mean, that doesn't sound like the worst job ever. No. I mean, there are better jobs. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly, thank you for those thank blind you. items. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned the Batgirl movie mm-hmm. in the midst of all of our uh, blind items. Well, Bradley Trainer has got more on the zombie Batgirl movie after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, it is the most beautiful day. Thank you, Bessie. Um, and uh, Bradley, uh, it sounds like it's possible that Batgirl isn't all the way dead. Yeah, so a lot of people may not remember but uh, or not know, you know, well, you might have heard a headline or two about this Batgirl movie that Warner Brothers Discovery uh, decided to shelve before mm-hmm. it ever came out. Literally, the movie is in, it's all been filmed, it's in post-production, and then Warner Brothers uh, Discovery, you know, they, they merge. Um, you know, now they've got HBO Max. I mean, there's a lot of content. They've got to save a bunch of money because, you know, uh, the economy, you know, like business mm-hmm. is just crazy. So they've got to cut where they can, and they decide that they're going to get a big tax break by taking this movie off the shelves. Now, part of that is because, by all accounts, uh, critically, perhaps this movie is not going to be a huge success, or at least that's sort of the scuttlebutt. So yeah. that's the decision-making process. Like, okay, well, we've got this film that maybe not a lot of people are going to be that excited about. Let's just write it off and mm-hmm. be done with it. But that's hard, right? Because they've actually shot the film it's done everybody who's like put their heart and soul into this movie is going to be just heartbroken right and then there's been controversy controversy about controversy about (laughs) about that choice because of all of the things that are going on with ezra miller and the flash and they're not even considering shelving the flash yeah well because by all accounts that is a great movie yes and they're not going to, you know, uh, write something off that's actually going to make them money. So that's where we were. But now we're in this place where crazily they're actually and they said, OK, so we're you're not going to see this movie. However, um, again, it's there. Like, what are they going to do? Lock it up in a dusty vault right. somewhere and it's just going to sit. Well, I read this story about um, I think it just came out yesterday and I think it was in The Hollywood Reporter that says that people cast and crew have been told that this movie before they're going to stick it away in the vault or you know light it on fire or whatever you do to write off a film yeah, I don't know what that, the like, requirement never is never see the light of day is that they're going to do a funeral uh, funeral screening or two I've never in my life heard of funeral screenings before but this is a like thing. they're going to air it, like show it at a funeral no they're not going <laughs> to show it at an actual funeral that would be because kind of because I want to go on record I would like a movie at my funeral <laughs> I mean <laughs> That's, I'll add that to the list. Thanks, thanks. Because um, you are the holder and the keeper of all yes, things that will happen. For the audience who doesn't know, I, I have a long list of things that must be accomplished if Colleen goes before I do and vice versa. Exactly. But back to funeral screenings. So no, funeral screenings are like, like they're literally just going to allow the cast and the crew that were involved, and this is a small group of people, to see this film. Now, you probably have some questions. Well, I have a lot of questions. Give me one. We'll see where well, we can go. I, so it's only the cast and crew that get to see that. Yeah, it would not be anybody that's not connected to the film is this a regular thing that they do for movies that get shelved and never see the light light of day 
I mean, I can't answer that f uh, for sure, but I would assume that this doesn't happen very often at all because most of the time when you have a, f a film that has been shot, that has been completely, like, it's in the can yeah. almost-y, like, it's just the post-production people that need to work on it, that doesn't happen, right? You don't right. get that far and then the movie gets shelved. So I would imagine that funeral screenings are not a huge thing, but it is actually, you know, by all accounts, something that's going to happen. Is this something that... Is this something that, how do I ask this question? Is this something that has to happen in order for them to still, or is this like a courtesy? Like, hey, everybody, no, thanks for your work. Nobody's ever going to see this. Come and watch it. This is just because the people cry the, at all the work you did. Yeah, this is just by, because, again, by all accounts, and according to this story in The Hollywood Reporter about the film Batgirl that got shelved, the people that were responsible for making this movie are just really heartbroken that it's not going to see the light of day mm -hmm. and they want to look at it before it goes off into, you know, write off land. However, I do want to say that that to me and another story is an indication that this film, and you said this at the beginning of the segment, is not completely, totally dead. So there's going to be this funeral screening, but you've got to believe that, and I actually was listening to a podcast today, uh, the, the uh, town podcast with Matt, uh, what's his name, Holly, Matt Bellin Bellamy? Matt Bellamy. Bellamy from uh, from Puck. But anyway, he talks about Hollywood, and he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody leaks that right. that screening, because it's not hard, right? No. Like, And there's a lot of hurt feelings, and this would be a way to sort of get it out there. Now, the problem is, it's not a done film. So if it does leak... It's not going to be the finished product. It's not going to be like you're going to sit down and pop your popcorn. Right. But... But I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens or because of another story about one of the actresses from the film who has come out and, you know, directly lobbied David Zasloff, who is now the head of Warner Brothers Discovery, who made this decision to pull this film, that, you know, he should release it. So I just feel like there's enough there there, like there's enough energy behind this film that at some point somebody might have access to it or see it i i on i if if okay my take on the matter for what it's worth which is not much is that for all of the free publicity they're getting around this movie it seems like it would be a smart idea at this point to figure out how to release it yeah because people are talking about this movie that is not going to be released mm -hmm. more than they're talking about i don't know Movies that are going to be released, or movies that have been released, that, or that have been yeah. released, or that you Don't know, worry, darling, or yeah, being one of for them. example, well, that's just plain crappy, and they can't even talk about the movie, so they have to talk about other things. Also, I'm thinking about that blind item that Holly just shared with us about how they're going to uh, make money on a spinoff of uh, the dragon thing. Game of that, Thrones. Thank you. That never was going to be released anyway. I mean, yeah. there's. There probably is enough interest in it that they could make a modest amount and still get their tax right. I mean, with it living in a vault somewhere, it would not be beyond the pale to believe that if this company ends up getting sold or somebody else takes over, they might change their mind or their attitudes mm -hmm. and actually create a finished product. Not dead yet. Uh, Batgirl still might be a thing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Uh, we're going to talk with you. What's the best That's ride what at the fair? What's the Call best us. ride at the fair? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk.